Alright guys, so we, uh, we're we back. Me and David right here. Spooky season. It is It is time for the spookage. So Billy, we, uh, sorry. I'll go ahead. Uh, we're bringing on our first guest, why don't you introduce her for us? So this is Amy, this is my wife. Say hi Amy. Hello. <laughs> sort of a spook savant, considering this is going to be our uh, our Halloween episode. Indeed. Um, anyway. We, uh, this is, this is big milestone moment. First, first guest. This is also our first attempt at, uh, video, maybe. So, uh, we'll see how that pans out. I mean, a little bit worrisome because my whole life I've been told I had a face for radio. You know, video killed the radio star, David. And not fast enough, Billy. Not fast enough. Oh, snap. Okay. So we, uh, we are doing this, this, ha- this Halloween series. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some cryptids and uh, have a good time. My wife, as David mentioned, is um, the resident cryptid enthusiast, uh, so she's joining us for these episodes. Thank you very much, sweetie, for uh, for sitting down with us. I like the scoops. Can't confirm. I've only recently gotten an interest into this kind of thing, so I'll uh, I'll chime in when I think I've got something to say. But our first subject. The one that I've been stuck on the most here lately is uh, Beast of Bray Road. So what? Uh, what's what's got you stuck on it? What what grabbed you? Uh, I mean, ever since the days of Twilight, I've been Team Werewolf anyway. So even though, yeah, I know right. they're not werewolves, or dire wolves, or whatever. But, they smell like dog. <laughs> they're uh, they're like very, but, very creatures. <laughs> they're not showy about it, though. I mean, in comparison to their alter or their adversaries, the glittery boys. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean if you got to pick a team, that's just where I'm at. That's, just, that's legit. So fair. That's... Yeah, so if, if you're not familiar uh, with the Beast of Bray Road, you can be forgiven. It uh, it's native to southern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I say native if if, uh, if cryptids can be considered native. They can uh, for sure. This one does seem to spend most of its time on Bray Road. I think that's why it gets its name. Oh, yeah, it everywhere at once. Yeah, I mean that's true. From what I from what I understand, Bray Road is like a like a small farm road. But mm-hmm. I've not been able to. So we live in a rural community. Um, and so I'm not sure if farm road means, you know, like gravel road or if it's, you know, a road in the middle of a cornfield somewhere that happened to have a name. Probably at the very least a less traveled road. Right. That, that would make sense. There's some really cool, um, sightings, um, from, from the area. Um, and there's, there's a lot of them that kind of almost overlap with other cryptids in a way right but like have you have you have you heard of of the beast of bray road like i've heard prior? of them vaguely but i haven't actually like sat down and looked them up and stuff and like figured out what was fact what was fiction what was hearsay and passed down through the stories right on so i i just caught on to it through this other podcast I've been listening to called Tales from the Dark. You've been cheating on us, I David? I mean, inspiration comes from somewhere always. <laughs> I um, mean, you right. <clears throat> excuse me. But the one, I don't know why it stuck in my craw other than the fact, so the first sighting was in 1936 by a man, I can't remember his name currently, don't crucify me, but uh, <laughs> he worked as a security guard of sorts uh, around a convent, as some say convent, some say a school for troubled children, what have you, but he happened to be out late around midnight doing his rounds, uh, went around uh, the back of 
this building, uh, and it seemed to be just there clawing its way into what I believe they said was an Indian burial ground, like a mound style. Uh, and the creature locked eyes with him. He locked eyes with the creature, and neither of them did anything uh, until the beast eventually just slunk away into the woods. So the following night, he saw the creature again and decided to take a closer look uh, because in 1936, you're just born with brass balls, I guess. And uh, Well, I mean, you know, they didn't have a lot of our modern amenities, so, I mean, I don't know what season it was, but if, uh, if it was summer and I didn't have air conditioning, um, I'm ready for it to end. Sure, so. fair enough. <laughs> but this guy armed with only, you know, a heavy-duty flashlight goes ahead and, and decides to try to get close to the creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, locking eyes with the creature, and some counts, and it, actually only one count that I've heard of, but I attach myself to this one the most. The creature, like, growl spoke one word, which apparently is synchronous with a few other sightings of, say, Bigfoot or other mm-hmm. cryptids. Uh, it's a it's a growl, but with words. What uh, do you do? You, does it say what what the creature said? He said one word, which is Gadara. And so you do a little bit of digging, and Gadara is a place uh, near where is now. Greece, I believe. Okay. Where supposedly Jesus drove uh, demons out of two men into a herd of pigs who then ran themselves over the edge of a uh, a cliff. Yeah, right into right into the water below. That symbolism right there, for some reason, just really stuck with me. That's quite interesting. And to me, raises the question uh, as to whether or not the cryptid has some kind of ties to demonology or. You know, if that was just some spice that somebody threw into the story somewhere along the way. Right. But I just thought that was neat. That is, that is neat. So there's... I recently endeavored to actually watch the movie based on this particular uh, cryptid. Um, it's called The Beast of Bray Road back in 2005. That was the <sighs> Look, I'm, I'm still picking my IQ points up off the floor, man. Um it is uh, terrible. Terrible doesn't quite cut it, um, which is actually kind of disappointing because it was almost good in a couple of places. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird. Northern Wisconsin, like not sorry, it's actually Southern Wisconsin. Rural Southern Wisconsin looks a lot like just rural Arkansas, mm-hmm. and so you there occasionally you hit some some stereotypes, some archetypes. Oh, I that know. Are just, yeah, like literally, like hey. <laughs> That guy. You definitely uh, uh, paused and mentioned multiple times either how ridiculous it was or how it just, I think part of it was just bad movie making. Yes. Bad editing, bad, but the story, how was the story part of it? Uh, the story was the worst kind of <laughs> um, trash. Oh, no. <laughs> um, if, if, if you were involved in this movie and you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm being really harsh on your I work mean, it's here. Been, it's been 17-ish years. So uh, surely they, 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 they've had time to reflect. Yeah. <laughs> surely they know it was bad. Right. Um, right. But, uh, no, nah, it featured a cryptozoologist who clearly knew next to nothing about cryptozoology okay. and would often make state, like, he was like they portrayed him in a way he was supposed to be very well versed, very intelligent, like getting like like very close to having a PhD. Um, so supposed to know his shit. Mm-hmm. 
and then turns right around and will, like, say one thing, and then immediately say, like, the next sentence, literally, will say another thing that factually cannot be if his previous statement is true. Mm. Um, they also, yeah, um, they also had a very loose, um, uh, understanding of how firearms worked on top of the usual, uh, you know, horror movie tropes, um, dumbasses, you know, getting out of the car to look at the scary sound. Mm -hmm. Um, the movie did portray the creature as being a, a were creature, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically a werewolf. Right. Um, and most of the sightings are wolf-like in nature. There, there is a couple of uh, sightings um, that indicate a, more bear-like features, at least around the head, mm. but typically wolf-like. And it's sort of interesting in that most of most of the encounters that are recounted are less encounters and more sightings. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there have been a. Um, a couple people report that like it chased them to their car and like put claw marks down the side of their vehicle, um, trying to get at them. And, uh, back to the movie. If you watch this movie, it's going to really disillusion you, uh, in regards to based on true story movies for the rest of forever, because Mm -hmm. that's like one of the first things that pops up is text that says based on a true story. Loosely based. It didn't even say loosely, but surely it was loosely. I mean, <laughs> it was. It must have loosely been based on the retelling of the retelling <laughs> of a kindergartner whose mom told him the story before he went to bed. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So one of the counts that I heard uh, was that this creature, this woman, was driving down the road late at night, home from work, that kind of thing, and uh, she saw the creature from a distance. Thought it was someone, you know, bent over, say, sick or trying to stand up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out it, it was eating something, or it seemed to be eating something. And she kind of slowed down to kind of to check on what this was. Right. Uh, and in doing so, the creature, in not so many words, just kind of freaked out and hucked a boulder at her. Uh, oh, super fun. Yeah, around 1,400 pounds. Oh, good. Uh, she happened to realize that this creature was not of this world. Mm. Uh, slightly before mm-hmm. she became cannon fodder and uh, <laughs> happened to speed up. But uh, the bo- there was a boulder found on that road with no mountain range really near. Right, just kind of uh, there. Just there on the side of the road, about 1,400 pounds. It was explained away that it may have fallen off of a stone mover's truck. Right. As they do. Right. I mean, the Flintstones yeah. were in town, maybe. Uh, I guess. I mean, I mean that's yes. an explanation. Mm-hmm. It's an explanation. Yeah. I mean, I. Okay. So, fair fair warning here. Um, I'm the opposite of a skeptic. I have this deep seated need for all this random crap to be real. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, the world needs to be that much bigger. But um, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to be able to see like. A, a rock that heavy dropped from that distance, uh, like off a truck. Right. Um, you would expect it to break, uh, at least in some ways. Mm. Um, like, like I, 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 I want to review the, I want to review the crime scene. Right. Who's got the tape? <laughs> right. That's always the thing, though, isn't it? Like, if I had been there, I would have looked for these details to like prove whether or not it would have been real or. Just something that we could have explained a different way. Right, yeah. 
Um, and and that's part of why. Sorry to interject. I know. That, that's part of why I, the whole cryptozoology thing has been such a like whatever subject for me for so long. But I've apparently, as I've gotten older, really enjoyed getting a little spooked up here and there. So these yeah. are easy to find. Even the ones that aren't super spooky, like intriguing. You for want sure. like you want someone to prove to you mm-hmm. that it's real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, if you've not um, if you've not watched uh, Josh Gates's uh, various monster hunting series, uh, look them up. It's a rousing good time. Um, it's one of my favorite shows. But uh, he has. Um, He's. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've not seen an episode of him doing the Beast of Bray Road, but they, there are some episodes um, where they've done some of the cryptids. I think we intend to cover, but the the investigation of it is is very fun for me. You know, I there the Beast of Bray Road, as as I've said, is typically canine, and there's there's a couple of reports that puts it on two legs. See, most of the ones that I, I got into, we probably should have compared notes before this, most of the ones that I got into uh, showed that uh, it would walk on four legs, but it seemed to be awkward for it. So mm. in the way that me or you would try to, like, like we could if we were pretending we were ponies. Right. Uh, <laughs> but on two legs could actually run at very high speeds, like, right. I want to say I saw 80 miles an hour somewhere. Good Right. I mean, that would be quite impressive. Mm-hmm. That would be super uh, terrifying. Also, apparently, smells like dead meat, rot- like rotting meat all the that's, time. That's curious to me because you hear of so many cryptids that have this distinct smell about like foul them. Foul odor. And mm-hmm. I've never heard of a proper explanation of why they would smell different mm-hmm. than anything else living out in the woods right. or something. But like if you said earlier with demons and stuff, mm-hmm. if it has that connection, right. that would kind of make sense because mm-hmm. you would get like sort of a rotting or maybe sulfur smell. Right. You would imagine from a demon, right? Right. That's so that would, would be think. like a way to connect those dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if uh, that's the case, I'm sorry. Again, no, uh, I've always heard Bigfoot's pretty rowdy in the BO department as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in in the realm of, of creatures that are scientifically proven, I mean, there there's a fistful that have strong odors. You know, like skunks are the first one to pop to mind. Sure. Um, wolverines are another one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, I have I have read that. So I mean, wild wolves are typically pretty. They're not very picky about about what they eat. Sure. Um, but once a wolverine has sprayed like a carcass. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly even wild wolves um, will uh, be very hesitant to, to try to eat that. Um, it's a, yeah. So like, you know, there, there, there are definitely known creatures out there that, that produce strong smells, whether it's for defense or to mark their territory. I mean, take your dog and put him outside for a day, especially if it rains and he will come back a very stinky creature. Yeah. Oh yes. One funky boy. Yeah. I mean, if you may see the tops of our dogs uh, in some of these shots, uh, if this video makes it live, and uh, I promise um, they do sometimes smell like a cryptid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give them that. Look, you, there's you can't wash what makes most of the smell out of this dog. Um, <laughs> He's a stinky boy. Spiciest farts. So hot. 
Um, farts, farts that would make a Taco Bell bathroom jealous. Oh. That's all I can say, guys. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beastly farts. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Beast of Bray Road, though, it, it does feel in some ways like there could be a touch of truth to some of the sightings just as far as misidentification mm. of other things goes. There are some, there are some large dogs or wolves, even though not commonly found in that part of the state, that, you know, if, if you were, if you were already freaked out, especially if you were imaginative, um, you know, you, you might, you might mistake, uh, you know, uh, a wolf or a, a large dog, uh, for something extra creepy. The state does have a native bear population. Um, but mostly in the northern part of the state. Again, this is south Wisconsin, and it's, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's just, you know, 10 minutes walk from end to end. So it would be out of the ordinary for a bear to be that far south. And, I mean, lending to the bear theory, uh, again, a lot of the, the accounts that I read into was that the creature's size spans from anywhere from 400 to 700 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a big creature. That's a lot, that's a wide, Gap though, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then also, uh, height wise on two legs, seven to ten feet tall. So again, a very large difference. Uh, mm-hmm. the only thing that's really throwing me on that is, again, the, the supposed high speeds at which it can run on two legs. I mean, that's, that's faster yeah. than the fastest land mammal. Sure. Uh, known mm-hmm. land mammal. And like, we know, like, big creatures like rhinoceroses, they can get up to some speed. Right. Like, they're, they're fast boys, but mm-hmm. at the same time, that is a big creature to be moving at that kind of speed. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there aren't that many bipedal creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's us, there's kangaroos, <laughs> chickens. Chickens. Yeah. Chickens are quick. Uh, chickens are quick, um, but not, not, none of it is, you know, no it's 80 sonic, miles per hour. No yeah. sonic boom danger yeah. chickens. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I feel like that has to be a Sonic the Hedgehog character somewhere. <laughs> In an alternate universe, um, Miles Tails per hour is actually Miles Clucks per hour. Yeah, that was go. a <laughs> fucking terrible joke. <laughs> so, we're not speaking with David now. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> banished <laughs> no um, no we won't banish David no we love David but yeah um so what like what what are, what, are, what what's your sort of feelings though like do you feel like it's largely there's something there that's misidentified do you feel like it is something the potentially easiest, new the easiest thing is to just call it you know a bear yeah like a black bear or something like that uh, well do black bears get that tall not typically. Okay, um, so we're, bears are that's, smaller on the bear range. It's it's seven to ten feet tall on its hind legs. I mean, we're talking like the like big brown bears or grizzlies. Sure, yeah. right. Black and, bears are much smaller. Than um, which, I mean, I'd I'd be lying if I said that I knew exactly what the makeup of Wisconsin's bear population was. Right. But I mean, it's 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 north. It's up there, right next to Canada. So I can there are large bears potentially. I would say. Right, and then uh, I mean, also, in what I've what I've seen, that it is pretty canine in appearance. But I, again, if you've ever seen a picture of a shaved bear, <laughs> both terrifying oh, and also pretty canine. Really sad, yeah, yeah, too. That is like true. just 
you're not really sure what you're looking, which I guess that's true of any furry creature and you shave it. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not quite sure like what it's you're a looking Japanese at. crested. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I mean, you could think if a bear or something got mange or right. some other skin disease that caused it to lose some fur, it would look like maybe a large canine creature. It could True. Be. But on the flip side, I've never once in my whole entire life heard of a bear hucking a 1,400-pound boulder. Yeah. That That is something that I would be more likely to, so, to associate with Bigfoot or, sure. or yeah. primate. I've um, heard of bears like flipping logs over for food, but never yeah. you know, throwing boulders at anyone. There was one final count that I wanted to bring up. I mean, there's quite a few sightings and somewhat, or, and so on about Beast of the Beast of Bray Road, but the one... Another one that really stuck out in my head was that apparently there was a group of people traveling in a car, again, uh, near this, near Bray Road, or maybe even on Bray Road, there's a bridge uh, over a, a small river or a creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon coming up to this bridge, they saw this thing, uh, and it locked eyes with the men in the vehicle, but not the woman. There was a woman present. Mm-hmm. So the creature never locked eyes with with women. So I am safe. Right. Uh, but upon seeing the car, rather than, you know, trying to flip the car as it's probably capable of, if it's a real creature, it just hopped over the edge of the bridge about 40 feet down, I believe they said, uh, before it hit water. And by the time they were able to pull over and look down and try to see what the fuck they just saw, they just saw it swimming on top of the water as if it were an Olympic swimmer. Huh. So... Quick in the aqua too, right? Mm. Well, interesting. I mean that. I don't know that many terrestrial creatures that have a very high swim speed, um, like, and which I may be completely wrong, but like I don't know of any, you know, land-based creature that that has you know Michael Phelps type speed in the water, right? And you had mentioned earlier about there being several instances where. It was kind of like it walked on all fours, but it was awkward. Right. And you know that kind of that kind of makes me lean toward you know was it a dude and was it a Scooby Doo villain? Right. Was it a guy <laughs> in a mask? Maybe even on stilts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know it, which not that I'm an expert on werewolf physiology, um, but um, you know you don't get most most werewolves are portrayed as either being like. Legit wolves in you know in beast form, mm. um, or like the Wolfman bipedal sure. hybrid. You don't you don't the humanoid kind of. I, I it would kind of in a way be interesting to see a portrayal of a werewolf that was just really confused, like like it still was like person shaped, but it knew it was supposed to be on all fours, and mm. it was trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Actually, it's just like. How does this work again? Yeah. Um, Nothing about this feels right. I haven't been this drunk since prom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, once again um, we're 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 coming up uh, on the end of this 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 episode. There's going to be more to come. One video every day, guys, until we hit Halloween. Video episode. Sorry, um, one episode, but maybe, yeah. video. maybe video, maybe video, one one until every day until we hit Halloween. So uh, we're, uh, I believe, we're doing the Wendigo uh, next time. So uh, come back, check that out. 
there's there's much more spoopage uh, coming your way. And uh, spoops by the pound. Yes. Yeah, extra spoops. Spoopage. Um, until next time. This is Beatrice Hill. Uh, we uh, can't wait to can't wait to see you back here. Y'all come on back now, you hear? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh dear. Bye, guys. A little bit of yee yee.